Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into another edition of the Morning Five podcast. Today is June 14th. It is a Tuesday. It is hot outside, and today's podcast is presented by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perrion Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com, that's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com, local lawyers, catchy slogans a few billboards big results billy it's gonna be another warm one out there today today's national day what better way to cool down on a slightly warm day than a nice glass of bourbon i'm in yeah i'm telling you one of my favorite drinks to have during the summer is a nice cool bourbon and lemonade it's not as uh stout as I would pour it in the winter, it's probably just a splash of bourbon with mostly lemonade, but it is an absolute go-to during the summer, and it's fantastic. Yeah, there's no doubt. Bourbon's really smooth, and <laughs> right now, as hot, it's hotter in Hades outside, guys. And like last night, I went to bed, and around 11 and i looked at the temperature and it was still 80 degrees outside and i'm like this sucks <laughs> <laughs> i think the kids the kids went to the pool at 11 o'clock and i got off work at four and i don't think we left the pool until like seven or seven thirty. yeah so yeah we were we were outside all day yesterday i'm assuming we're gonna do it again today i love this weather man i know you don't like i know you don't like it and I know probably most of the people don't like it. I would take this weather year-round. Give me 95, 98, 100 plus every single day for an entire year. I love this weather. I hate cold weather. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I think mostly because I hate sweating so much. Like, sweating just is just, no. You can't stand it. So, yeah. Yep, understandable. I think that's how most people are. Uh, I think most people don't like the like the heat like I do. Uh, today is also National Strawberry Shortcake Day, Billy. Uh, you a fan of strawberry shortcake? I'm also in. I I do like a, a a small little piece of strawberry shortcake every now and then. Yeah. You know, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna surprise everybody here. I also enjoy a small slice of strawberry shortcake every now and then. Uh, it's really? One of the, yeah, it's one of the few kind of cake tasty treats that I enjoy. Um, I like to have it often, but, you know, a couple times a year, yeah, I can get down with some strawberry shortcake. Emily actually made some strawberry shortcake for Memorial Day, and, um, well, let's just say I had a little bit to drink, and I ate the entire Tupperware thing of it. So, uh, That doesn't sound like you, that, that you had a little bit to drink. Not a little bit to drink, and usually my go-to snack after drinking is cheese. I don't know why, but I'll literally go grab a block of cheddar cheese and just gnaw on it like I'm a rat. <laughs> Uh, no idea why. Not sure why that's my go-to, but that is my go-to. Uh, but this time on Memorial Day, yeah, had a couple, had a couple bourbon, had a couple cocktails. Uh, came home and there was some leftover strawberry shortcake and a giant Tupperware thing, and 
I ate the entire thing. It was probably half a cake. Uh, I ate the entire thing. It was, it was pretty good. Pretty yummy. I think the thing nice. I like about it is, is, is it's light. You know, it's not it's not real heavy. I, it's, it's kind of a light treat. Uh, Billy, last night the Braves, man, they just keep on winning. Nine to five. Twelve like a, in a row. It's like a day job for them, baby. Twelve in a row last night. They run the Nats out of town. Had a big lead. All, got scared there a little bit for a little while. Came back and uh, and put it to bed. Let's go ahead. I kind of broke the segment down into three parts for the Braves breakdown today. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, and if anybody knows, if anybody watched the game last night or has been on social media, they're going to know what the bad is. But let's go ahead and, and, and hit the good, Billy. Uh, Dansby Swanson and Duvall are on an absolute tear as of late, yeah, which are. is great for Duvall. He really needs to get that batting average up. I think he's still kind of floating around the Mendoza line yesterday. I know probably helped with that. Swanson had four RBIs last night. Absolutely raking, and right now he leads the National League in OPS among qualified shortstops. So Dansbay is just absolutely yakking the ball right now. And uh, if you haven't figured it out, uh, their all-star voting is happening, and you can vote up to five times a day. Let's get Dansby into the, into the all-star game, please. Uh, you almost said World Series there. I'm going to back you up on that one too, Billy. Let's get Dan's Bay in the World Series as well. I'm uh, I'm all for on that one as well, as long as he's on the Braves. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> uh, Ozuna also had two RBIs last night. Little D added an RBI. Michael Harris, man, first ever Major League home run. Uh, did you see the pitch that he hit out? Yeah. Dude, yeah, that was not a good pitch, and he went oppo no. taco with it. Uh, so that's – man, that's, that's some power – I, I, my, my, I, I get so excited when I think of how long Acuna and Michael Harris could be roaming around in the outfield for the Braves. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's so good to see because Michael Harris is so talented. He's from Stockbridge, Georgia. It's it's just I get so excited thinking about what he can do with this this team. I mean, his defense is stellar. His offense. I'd be okay if he was hitting 210. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I, I totally would be fine with that. Yeah, the <laughs> way his defense is, Billy, I'm I'm on board with you there. I, I've said this, and I'm going to stand by it, and, and I, I might be misremembering. You're better at this than I am, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but Michael Harris is the best defensive outfielder I think I've seen in a Braves uniform since Andrew Jones. Mm, let's see... I know Maybe. I'm probably leaving someone out, but but right now, just off the top of my head, or not off the top of my head, but from the, what have we had? Maybe a month of, of Michael Harris? Maybe a little bit less? Maybe two weeks? Two, three weeks? Yeah, it's been less than that, I think. Uh, just it from, from what I see, he is the most talented outfielder we've had since Andrew Jones, I think. Just, just from my eyes and, you know. I'm just a moron who sits here and drinks beer and watches baseball. I'm not a Well, I I'm mean, the thing is out there. I, I think he's better than Acuna. I think Acuna is great, but I think Michael Harris is better than Acuna. Um, but, yeah, nobody else really comes to mind for me. Braves hit five home runs last night. Uh, they run their winning streak to 12 games. Like we said before, we're five games back. Uh, Billy, over the past 12 games, this winning streak, we have outscored our opponents by 48 runs. That's pretty good. That good. is, yeah, let's, that's, that's pretty good. Let's keep it up. Keep that let's rolling. Keep, keep it that up. going. Yeah. That's uh, that's been. I, I saw I saw some people kind of poo pooing their streak because of who they've beaten. 
I don't understand that. Like, Who you beat a- the teams that are in front of you. That's right. You beat whoever is in front of you, and it doesn't matter. Like, most Major League teams still kind of F up during even teams that they shouldn't beat. I mean, look, the Braves the Braves lost two games out of four to the Reds at the beginning of the season. It doesn't, and the Reds are just not good. They're awful. So, let's let's call a spade a spade. I mean, they're all major league teams. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the oh you beat bad teams. Yeah, but they're the teams you play in their major league teams. I mean, you wouldn't uh, if if everybody beat bad teams like they were expecting to. The Indianapolis Colts would have been in the playoffs last year. I mean, that's, that's right. Just, that, that, that's the way it is. Uh, let's get to the bad, Billy. Ozzy fractured his left foot and will be out for an indefinite amount of time. Uh, fractured left foot. I remember seeing these a couple in the NFL last year, usually four to six weeks. That's a completely different sport, completely different body. Two months. So, uh, two months. So two, I, I'll take that, man. I'll take that. June, July, you get them I, I middle to end of August. Two months. I think at least two months plus a rehab, so maybe two and a half. I mean – Especially with the foot, with Ozzy, what he does with his feet, God, I mean that, it, and unfortunately for his left-handed stance, that's his, that is his ba- his base foot, and that is just God, it was so terrible to see last night. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I was actually extremely relieved when I saw I, what the injury was. I thought it was ACL. I 100% was on the exact same train as you were, Billy. I also thought that was an ACL when he fell like that. I, I cringed when I saw his knee kind of make a sudden jolt in the way he went down. I, that is exactly where mine went, my mind went as well. Billy was ACL, so I, yeah. I, fractured left foot sucks. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna poo-poo that, but that, I'd rather have that than a torn ACL. So yeah, I mean, luckily, luckily for Ozuna, uh, Ozuna, luckily for Ozzy, you know, we had that late start to the game, so we're gonna be playing regular season games into October. Um. So, I mean, you come back and you you start doing your rehab stuff and we can get you, you know, beginning to middle of September. I mean, that'll give you a good probably five, six series to kind of get back into the swing of things. I'm I'm okay with that. Just take your time, be healthy, and don't rush it back. It's just, it's the exact same thing we went through with Acuna. Don't rush it back just to try to get on the field and, and play baseball because you have a long baseball career ahead of you that I hope is with the Braves mostly. Right. Yeah, and <sighs> – the question right now is who's going to replace him? Arcia came in last night. You know, fine. But um, are we going to look and have they... him replaced by anybody oh, else? I saw a name this morning, and now I don't remember who in the world it was that they said. I It's a it's a name that I sort of remembered, and now I can't find it. It was somewhere on Twitter. I don't know. It, it's a name. Bra- uh, Braden Shoemake is the name. That I would bring up, but that's just me. No, it wasn't um, that. Um, uh, Phil Goslin. Wasn't he a pitcher? Uh, no, he's not. He's a he's an infielder. He's a former. I mean, he was on the Braves a while back. So I, I feel like I know that name. Yeah. So that that's the name that's floating out there on Twitter. I have no idea. You know, we'll we'll find out today. They'll they'll make a move and we'll see who's going to start for him. Uh, and the ugly. So we got the good. We got the bad. Let's go with the ugly. Ian Anderson cannot get through the lineup a third time, and I don't know what he needs to adjust to figure that out, but he has got to figure that out. They're hitting – opponents are hitting like one 180-something first time through the lineup. 
Opponents are hitting around 230, I think. Second no, time. No, it's 230, 230 through the first time, 180, 180 through the second. Okay, so yeah, 230, 180. And then opponents, the third time, it was something like above 320. I don't remember what the exact uh, average was, but it was above It was above 320. I mean, it opponents like the third time through. It was weird. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're just teeing off on Ian Anderson the third time through the lineup, which, Billy. We're going to have an issue coming up here soon. Mike Soroka's making really good progress right now. Where is he going to fit into this team once he's healthy? Um, I would, for me, I'm I'm bumping Strider out of the... There's no way in hell I would do that. And if Snicker does that, I will be... I, I, let me tell you what I would do. This is going to be unpopular, and I know you're going to disagree with me. Get Charlie Morton the hell out of the line, uh, the hell out of the rotation, or go with six starters, because Charlie Morton right now cannot give me more than about three quality innings. I would get Charlie Morton out of there. I know you signed him to be your veteran ace, whatever it was. So far, it ain't working out. Send him down to Gwinnett, give him some starts down there. If you can, you probably cannot, I assume. But I, I, I would, I would move Charlie Morton out of the lineup, or have six starters. I would not take Spencer Strider out because. If you take Spencer Strider out of the lineup and you move him back in the bullpen, that is going to reset all the progress that he has made the past couple of you know weeks to months as a starter. Uh, if you want to send Spencer Strider back down to Gwinnett and let him pitch there and get starts down there, I'm fine with that. But I, I don't want Strider back in the bullpen. I think he is too valuable of an arm in the starting rotation. Um, so if you're gonna if you're gonna bring in Soroka and kick Spencer Strider out of the rotation. I'd rather you have Spencer Strider be sent down to Gwinnett where he can start. Or here's an idea. Just keep Spencer Strider on the same day as uh, as Ian Anderson and just piggyback. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like just when Ian have Ian almost as a starter. Once he gets through the lineup twice, just bring Spencer Strider in. I like that. Uh, it, it's a it's a problem that we're probably that they're probably not gonna run into because as you know, you can never have too much pitching. I mean, that's it's right. Just, it's literally impossible. So something's going to happen. But yeah, I was I was thinking about that last night. I was like, man, where in the world are they going to put Soroka when he comes back and did a? Uh, oh no, we got one by four runs. I was about to say, did Jensen get his uh, 19th save, but we won by four. So good on the Braves. We play again tonight at some point. Uh, what time is tonight's game? 7:05. Hopefully, if the rain holds off, we got Max Freed versus a guy with a weird name uh, for the Nationals. So. Three Strider tomorrow night. Let's see if we can run. See if we can run this to thirteen, fourteen. God, I just keep winning. We just keep winning, dude. Let's do it. We I, need uh, to. You look. We, we shaped another series. half game. Billy, Billy, all is right with the world. I love to see this. Every single Cubs game is a two twenty start. Nice. We play three straight games: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All three of them are two twenty starts. That's the way the world should be. I love day games in Wrigley. It's, it's one of the best things in baseball. Yeah. Uh, uh, tonight, Atlanta United plays Pachuca uh, in what is essentially a friendly. It's called the American Family Insurance Cup. I, the the seventeens got to choose like what kit they wore, what songs they played, uh, who got to hit the golden spike, if the uh, roof was going to be open or closed, stuff like that. Starts off at seven thirty tonight. This this year is the inaugural year of it. Apparently, it's going to be an annual thing where. They bring teams in from wherever and play like one exhibition match. So 
it's it's nothing but like a practice essentially it's a friendly uh Lenny United comes into this friendly winning only once in its past five games and suffering greatly from injuries on defense as everybody knows but they're only 10 points out of first Billy three points out of the playoffs and seven points out of a home playoff game so the the parity in the MLS and what they have tried to create with the um uh, salary cap it, it's it's working it sucks but it is working to what the MLS wants and I mean there's still a lot of soccer to be played yeah um, unfortunately I think this game is is just a pointless game anyway and 100% you're 100% right <laughs> it is a largely pointless I wish game. I wish the suspension to Almada would be part of this but it's not <laughs> I, I looked God. that up yesterday when I when I saw a suspension. I was like, "We're playing a game. Maybe this will be part of it." It is not. Mm, yeah, nope. that sucks. So, if anybody doesn't know, Almada is suspended for three matches uh, for making contact with the ref, which sucks because Almada Arujo and Cisneros Ronaldo, Ronaldo Cisneros was they they were coming into their own up there. Um, so yeah, that kind of sucks. You'll probably see a youngish squad, I would assume something along the lines of what you would see in an opening around U.S. Open Cup game. Uh, maybe for anybody who was on international break who didn't play, we'll get some playing time just to shake off the rust. Uh, biggest biggest takeaway from this game is everybody come out healthy. That's what you want. Uh, and Atlanta yep. United is linked to two new guys. Uh, Raul Gudinho, a goalkeeper uh, from, I believe he is from Chivas, and Juanjo Parata is a defender from uh, Tigres, I believe, uh, both in the Ligia MX series. So Raul is on a, um, I believe they're going to buy Raul, Raul, and Wanjo is on a loan to buy later. So we are getting some help and a goalkeeper and a defender, it looks like. I don't really know anything about either one of those players. I tried to look up yesterday and couldn't find really any highlights. But it is a goalkeeper, it is a defender, it is bodies, and that is what Atlanta United needs right now, especially in defenses, just healthy bodies, you know? Somebody that can go out there and run around for 90 minutes. That's what we need. We need somebody to replace Bobby Shuttlecock. Yeah, that dude's, that dude's pretty terrible. There is a guy starting in goal for the United States men's national team. I don't remember if it's tonight or tomorrow. Uh, Jonathan Horvath, I believe is his name. He's a, he's a young American goalkeeper that Atlanta United has been tied to uh that would be a pretty big name signing but that might be down the road uh billy we're going to continue our afc south preview today with arguably probably one of the top five worst teams in the nfl the jacksonville duval clown town jaguars uh the jaguars look to keep building around trevor lawrence this year after winning their last game of the season and putting the failed urban meyer experience behind them hopefully uh, that could that could not have gone worse for Jacksonville. I mean, that I didn't like that move to begin with because I don't think Urban Meyer would. I don't think Urban Meyer's coaching style was going to translate over to the NFL. I did not think it was going to be as, as bad as it was last year. It was an absolute train wreck. That's a dumpster fire. It was what it was. It was absolutely yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was. I mean, he, he couldn't win. Couldn't do things right. Couldn't earn the respect of the players, the coaches. It was. It, it was awful, man. The Jags sport a competitive backfield, though, of James Robinson and Travis Etienne. Uh, hopefully James Robinson will now get carries now that a head coach with a brain is in there not giving Carlos Hyde like 80% of the carries. Um, <laughs> and, and then Lawrence Lawrence will have a core to throw to of Zay Jones, Marvin Jones Jr., and Christian Kirk. 
that's not a bad wide receiver core. It's also not a good wide receiver core. It's, it's very, it's very meh. I know there are some NFL teams that would probably take that core over what they have now, uh, but it's not something to write home about. And, and the passing game has to improve. They had 12 touchdowns last year to Trevor Lawrence's 17 interceptions. That's not, that's not a winning ratio, and it's the least amount of passing tuds in the NFL for a team. So, I, you know, I know they want to build a around Trevor Lawrence. I know they want him to be their franchise quarterback, but last year was not it. Maybe with a change of scenery with a new head coach, I don't know. Maybe it changes, but last year it didn't look good. So, I, and I know you're a D-Gen. Um, can I offer I you a, a number that yes, I saw number. yesterday? So, Prize Picks has long-term numbers for next year. Under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoot me. What you got? Thirty-nine eighty and a half. Thirty-nine eighty and a half. His total passing yards for next year, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, three thousand nine hundred and eighty. Yep. Oh man, that is. <laughs> Oh, I need like dude. that number. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I instant I think reaction. He passed for thirty six hundred last year. Instant reaction for me. Yeah, thirty six hundred forty one in seventeen games. Instant reaction from me would be to take the under. I do think this team is going to be a bit more competitive than last year. I don't think they're going to win a ton of games, but I think they're going to be more competitive just on their defense. Yeah, that's that's a good number. I would take the under on that though. That's going to come down probably to the last game, and it, you know who knows he might get hurt. So this the thirty six forty one was him playing all seventeen games and starting all seventeen games. That thirty eight hundred is more than last year, and if he gets hurt one game, then that's a that's a safe under. So I'd probably hammer the under there. Yeah, that'd probably be a probably be an under for me, dog. Um, in in 2021, though, the Jags ranked 20th in the NFL in total defense, 17th against the pass, 24th against the run, and 28th in points allowed. Uh, the newly appointed head coach, Doug Peterson, did bring in Mike Caldwell, new defensive coordinator, as well as bring in Foye Aluakon, Darius Williams, uh, Foley Fatukasaki, Arden Key, and Xavier Crawford to try to strengthen that defense. I really don't think it's going to help a ton. That offense and the defense is it's pretty terrible. The defense is a little bit better in offense. It might keep them in games. Uh, the Jags have the 12th hardest schedule in the NFL. They are ranked 26th in the NFL power rankings, and I predict they will go 4-13 this year. Mm, that sucks. Long, long year for the Jags fans, probably. long Another long year. Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Let's do it, man. What happened last night? NBA Finals, Golden State, Game 5, defeats the Celtics 104-94 to to take a 3-2 series lead. Are you surprised by this at all? No. I'm not. No, I'm not. No. I watched I watched uh, three quarters of this game last night. Pretty terrible. Pretty awful. I, it was, I um, didn't. I didn't. I, I, Drew Dwight kind of fussed at me because of my takes on the weekly podcast. And uh, I told him, I was like, look, I said, you know, the... The NBA Finals are going on, and I haven't watched a minute, and I don't plan to. I said, you know, we've got, and last night I told him, I said, especially now that the Braves are in a rain delay, I said, I'll definitely not watch it, because I was like, well, if the Braves, Braves started 7.05, game should be over by about 9.40, 9.50, I might watch some of the NBA Finals tonight. 
with the Braves not starting until like seven or eight forty last night, and uh, I didn't watch a single second of of the NBA Finals game. You didn't miss much. It was pretty terrible. Uh, I mean, the product of basket, the, the brand of basketball that the NBA play is playing now. It's it's really hard for me to watch when I don't have a dog in the fight, you know. And you yeah. want to have that dog mentality when you go out there, and you really want to be a dog when you're when you're playing in the NBA. Dog, dog. Uh, it, dude, it's just tough. There's a whistle every other second. Like uh, one time down the court, I don't remember who it was. It was Golden State had the ball. They tripped over their own feet and they called a foul, and nobody was even within five feet of touching the guy. So it's, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I mean, it, t- to give you an example, last night the teams combined to open up in the first 17 minutes of the game, they were three for 27. That's just terrible. It's terrible. It's awful. It's. I don't know. It's not exciting. It's not enjoyable. Uh, I know. I'll tune in, I guess, for the next couple of games to see what happens. But it's it's just not it's not exciting basketball. Uh, games and events tonight, Billy. We really only have one: Atlanta United versus Pachuca at 7:30 p.m. I am assuming that is going to be on some form of Bally Sports. I have no idea though. Uh, it's not it's even on Bally ESPN. Tonight. Is it on Bally? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, ESPN and doesn't apparently even have Guzan's going to be um, a guest analyst. Oh, that'd be cool. That, that might that'll be that'll be neat, I guess. I might flip over to that in between the Braves, you know, beating the brains in of the Nationals. I could do that. I could do that. Uh, hockey, hockey uh, starts tomorrow night, right? The battle for Lordo. Yes, game battle one is Lordo. Wednesday at eight eight p.m. It's. I looked at the the schedule for for Lordo, and it starts Wednesday, and then the game two is Saturday. Oh, now you were on this podcast giving me NBA crap. Give give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. Outside of that, and I'm not sure what's going on in Colorado. There may be something that had already been planned to be going on in Colorado that they had to push it back to Saturday. But after Saturday, it's every two days. Yeah, this is. Yeah, you're right, Billy. This is weird. They play back to back games in Colorado. The first two games are in Colorado. Wednesday and then Saturday, but yep. the next game, Game Three in Tampa across the country is on Monday. Yep. Oh, that's weird. And if you want to go to that Saturday game, you're gonna to have to pony up at least eight hundred and twenty-three dollars because that is the cheapest ticket to get into the building out in Colorado. It'd probably be cheaper to fly to Tampa and get a ticket. Those are four ninety. Whew, that's expensive. Battle for Lorde starting on Wednesday. I'm excited for that. Billy, you need another cup of coffee this morning? more than you know dude <laughs> i'm wired dude i don't need another cup of coffee this morning i don't know why but this uh this coffee i made this morning is hitting pretty hard it's probably the extracurricular stuff i sprinkled in the coffee beans uh phil dechambeau and dj will be playing in this week's u.s open uh, they got their pairings yesterday i don't remember who they're paired with but i know they are playing i saw their names on there so that'll be interesting and it is at the golf course i don't remember if i mentioned this in the podcast or not but it is at the golf course in Massachusetts where the greatest game ever played took place in real life. You mentioned yeah. it yesterday. Which is a great, great movie. If nobody's seen it, I love yeah, it. It's one of my, really it's one of my favorite like sports movies. Pretty cool. Uh, Billy, the Charlotte Hornets' Montrezl Harrell is facing felony drug charges for marijuana. Do you know how much marijuana you have to have for it to be a felony drug charge? Yeah, it's a, a lot. A lot. <laughs> You have to have quite a bit of marijuana for it to be a felony drug charge. I'm talking like pounds and pounds and pounds. Yeah, Montrez is not going to be um, like 
seeing behind bars for a very long time. Yeah, that is uh, a <laughs> that is not good. That is not good news out of the NBA. Good news out of the NBA. Atlanta Hawks promote assistant GM Landry Fields, father of Justin, I believe, uh, to general manager. So good job from Landry Fields. Weird. He's a guy who's what? That's just weird. Like, what what is he really going to be doing? Is he going to be the guy that's pulling the the he's strings? Gonna, he's going to generally manage. Okay. No, he's not. He's not going to be the guy pulling the strings. I'm sure. I'm sure Schlink just needed somebody, a right hand man, to help him out. Uh, he has moved the ranks quickly. I think he was with the Knicks for a while, and then he's traveled around a couple of places. He's moved up really fast. So we'll see how that goes. We're a nine days away from the draft, eleven days away from the draft, something like that. So we'll be we'll be in the trade market big this year. Uh, Washington Commies wide receiver Terry McLaurin to skip minicamp. Apparently, he is holding out and wants a new contract. That is about the only bright spot for the Washington Commies that I can think of on offense. So that would be a massive blow to him or to them if if he didn't start the season on time. Yeah, it's um. Terry McLaurin needs to be playing football. There's no doubt about it. And, and God, God help us if he's not. Yeah, that's that's the only bright spot up there in Washington on offense. Poll question from yesterday on Twitter. We asked you who the best quarterback in the NFL was. Uh, we had our good buddy Clay Harden chime in. He said the best quarterback in the league is Joey B. I'm not going to argue with that. I love Joe Burr. Uh, I love his story. I love the kid. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers were the quarterbacks on the poll. Uh, and Josh Allen and Tom Brady tied at 33.3%. Uh, Josh Allen and Tom Brady tied for the lead there. Billy, who would you take? Who do you think is the best quarterback in the NFL? If you had one game to win, just one game to win right now, all the chips in the line, who are you taking? Aaron. Taking Aaron. Mr. Yep. Panchakarma himself? Yep. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Man, uh, yeah, I'm torn between Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. I really, really like Josh Allen. Uh, but, you know, Aaron just hasn't proven he's been able to do it, honestly. He's gotten there a bunch. But when it comes to when it comes time to shine, man, Aaron, Aaron just seems to kind of shrivel. I don't know why. Uh, but look out for that. We're going to start doing more poll questions on Twitter. Let me try to do like a oh. daily one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Try to come up with some crazy stuff. Uh, and today in 2000, Braves legend Greg Maddox makes his 387th putout, breaking Jack Morris's career record. Greg Maddox, one of the greatest of all time to ever do it. Yeah, he is. He was. He won Gold Gloves as a pitcher. That's just hard to do. And won four straight Cy Youngs, right? Yes. That's yes. That's, that's absurd. We the, what the Braves had something like in the in the 90s. We had like. In eight seasons, we had seven Cy Youngs between Smolty, Glav, and, and Mad Dog or something like that. It was something just yeah. absurd, you know? It was it was unreal. And you know what the crazy thing about all that was? Do you know who could have been on that rotation with them as well? And I didn't know this until the other day. I'm sure you know this. But do you know who else could have been on that rotation with them had yeah, this Randy person Johnson. not got Randy freaking Johnson, dude. <laughs> Randy uh, Johnson. We would have won at least two World Series, you know, instead of the, just the one we had. Uh, then again, with, do you know who the Rays were going after um, before Maddox? No. Who who were they going after? Not a pitcher. Oh, a hitter? Barry Bonds. 
Oh, man. That would have been – I tell you, that would have been tough on my Braves fandom right there. That would have been tough. Mm. He was a great player before steroids. That would have been tough, though, to see yeah. him. To see yeah. him come. <laughs> but yeah. that was in 92, 93 was, when was he was – That was pre-steroids. So yeah. that would have been <laughs> – Barry Bonds, if people don't know, Barry Bonds was a lot like Acuna. I mean, he had he had power, he had speed, he was a great defender, and until he started roiding up and becoming a looking like Johnny Bravo, just massive. Still couldn't throw out Sid Bream though. Yeah, well, Sid Bream is uh, he's a pretty fast guy, man. Sid Bream, dude, flyer, flyer. I'm pretty sure he runs the 100 meter dash, and they clock him in minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Billy, you got anything else to add today, man? No, man, I'm good. All right, everybody. That's been the morning five for Tuesday, June 14th. Remember, it's going to be a hot one out there. If you're going to be outside, please hydrate. It's going to be hotter today than it was yesterday. We will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.